everybody, welcome to the Enjoying the Journey podcast. We're gonna do something different today. We have our staff in studio, which means we've got our creative director, Ellie, here with us. We've got our intern, Parker, who is actually the inspiration behind Enjoying the Journey, or at least the technical guy behind it. And so we're super excited to have both of them on. We decided, hey, it's almost the end of the year for 2020. Let's get together. Let's have some fun. Let's talk Christmas, but let's also talk about what's happened in 2020, some of the good things, kind of talk about maybe where we're hoping 2021 goes, all of those fun types of conversations. So we're going to we're gonna get it kicked off here today and just uh, say hello to Ellie, say hello to Parker. Hi, guys. How's it going? Hey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now you First see what I'm... First time on air. Woo, I broke the, <laughs> broke the silence. Now, now you see what I'm dealing with every day. Oh. <laughs> I usually try to, I, I find a way to break myself into every episode once in a while. If you listen close, you can usually hear me doing something in the background. Yes. Or that's up at the beginning somewhere. Yeah, we don't want to leave Parker out. So we, we make sure we get him in there. Do, do your little, uh, that no. we did last time. Oh, no. La- in the last episode, I put a little blooper at the beginning because Rob makes fun of me because of how, like, Star Wars nerdy I am. And he said something that reminded me of Star Wars, so I made like my Wookiee sound. Effect. Yes. <laughs> and Rob thought it was I so think it's funny. awesome. Well, I've never seen you laugh that hard your entire <laughs> no, life. I don't no, think. Then the first time I did oh, that, you were shocked. Man, I was shocked. All right, Ellie, what's happening with you today? Oh, you know, just been designing everything, getting ready for Christmas, and <laughs> I'm not fun like Parker. Oh, for crying yes, out loud! Yes, you are. <laughs> what else? Big has just recently happened in the last 24 hours. I think you just had a one-year-old. Oh, yes. My daughter just... <laughs> wow, good. <laughs> no, my daughter just turned one. She had her first birthday on Monday, and we uh, opened presents. We had a smash cake, and I think she ate the entire thing and hasn't had enough cake for the rest of the year, so... So she's still wired is what you're saying. Yes. What is a smash cake, by the way? A smash cake is a little cake that you make for a one to probably two-year-old child on their birthday that they get to experience eating a cake with their hands that's, and that's destroying fantastic. it. Is, is that what you want for your birthday, I kind of want one right now. Yeah, a smash I, cake? I kind of want a smash I'll cake. I'll make you a smash cake. We can do it, party. and then we'll film it. <laughs> we'll, we'll film it all. Well, wonderful. Glad both of you are here. Wanted to talk about a little bit, look back at 2020 here at Rise. We can also talk about um, things that have happened personally that were exciting. Uh, For example, celebrating a one-year-old's birthday, which is kind of a huge deal. You got to celebrate a one-year-old, and this year I got to celebrate a 13, 15, and 18-year-old. Woo! And I'm still living at home with my parents. At a boy. <laughs> <laughs> we got kids, kids, and long way off from kids. That's right. That's right. Kid that won't leave the house. <laughs> oh no, that's so bad. Parker, you're freaking me out. Is that what's? I actually, to be honest, I got an 18-year-old that's going to be taken off. My wife and I have an 18-year-old. No, I'm not sure if I'm ready. So I tease. You know, you're, individuals you're that are living at home with their parents. Hey, I'm, I'm in like, college. This wasn't supposed to be. I know, I know. But we're not going <laughs> to tell everybody that. You just still live at home. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm kind of sad to think six months from now he'll graduate. Ooh, it's crazy. Scary stuff. He's ready for it. He is. 
Mom's probably ready for it. It's just dad that's that's suffering a little bit. But it's been a crazy year. It's been a fun year. I know I I paused there because the word fun came out with 2020, and many of you are probably angry at me right now for saying that. But there have been some fun moments in 2020. There's been some really hard moments. I'm not going to deny that. But there have been some some fun moments as as well. And as we look back, this uh, episode is going out almost a week before the end of the year, as we look back at Rise, there's been some fun things that have happened. They w- maybe weren't fun at the time because we were learning how to go through them and yep. how to change things up, but what are some of the cool things that have happened over the last year here, 2020 at Rise? Oh, I feel like I came back from my maternity leave in March right as everybody was being sent home for being non-essential and... Here we are trying to navigate how to stay relevant as a, a ministry and a music festival. And just this year has led us into so many new things that we're doing. The first thing was a Rise Through a Crisis, our virtual leader conference. And just kind of, I mean, I know how to do some things, but that this whole year has just led me into forced to figure out things and do them better. And so just expand my job description quite a bit more and yeah, yeah. pretty largely <laughs> so. your, your job description got got very large yeah. it was awesome to watch you just jump in when we had ideas or we thought okay how can we be relevant we can't be live so virtual events took the bull by the horns and ran with it it, yeah. it was pretty exciting and then yeah and then when all as suddenly all the festivals started canceling yeah. then as a cfa we decided to start doing a virtual festival and i got to design most of the stuff for that it was I don't know really cool to be a big part of such a big event that was going on and people were going to see it all over the country and some all over the world and yeah so it's just been a really interesting year to see just different ways of growth and absolutely that was crazy to see Ellie do too because now we're after now we're at the point in the year where I had come on then so I that was one of the first projects I got to see Ellie work on was that virtual Hope Lives Festival, yeah. and I couldn't believe that not only was she our creative director, but she was kind of the entire CFA's creative director, Correct. too. I mean, she was working for everybody, so it's crazy to see how much Ellie does on a daily basis. Well, and when we say CFA, for those of you that don't like acronyms, mm-hmm. my wife is a teacher and everybody talks in acronyms, so I never know what they're talking about. <laughs> CFA means Christian Festival Association, so there are about 22 of us across the country that make up the Christian Festival Association. And what Parker's describing is Ellie was on the marketing team. So all of those that participated in the Hope Lives virtual festival, she was on the overall national marketing team, helped come up with the branding, which inspired us. That whole Hope Lives idea became our theme all summer long. We gave little video messages. It became kind of our our chant for the year that that mm-hmm. hope lives and you were such a huge part of that and when all of those festivals came together it was in July you could watch it through mm-hmm. Facebook and things like that when we all came together it was pretty cool because almost a million people got to see the hope lives festival and yep. to watch 22 independent festivals come together mm-hmm. and decide hey we're gonna do this we're gonna put this out there online that was huge that was a huge step for our festival association it was a huge step for you uh, it was fun to have Parker on board as well. Uh, Parker's not only great at 
getting the podcast going, he is probably our number one cheerleader. <laughs> Everybody needs a cheerleader on their team, and Parker is our number one cheerleader. Player. Yes. <laughs> Yes, he's the hype man. He's the he's the wing man. Yeah, Parker, anything you're like, oh, we need to do this. Parker's the first one to say, I'll do it. I'll help. I'll do it. And and then every now and then we gotta be like, can you really do that? Yes, usually, I will try. Yeah, you know, you, yes usually comes out of my mouth before I actually know if I can do it or not. That's but, right. Yeah, you've learned a lot. You know that has been our. Uh, our heart's desire for you this year is to oh learn boy. you something yeah. new every day. Rob, you learn me something <laughs> every day. It's pretty incredible. It's not always so good, but I, we're learning I mean, you it, something. And it's not always pretty. It could be doing something here in the office, or it could be me and you standing under the rice fest right. for 20 minutes as you watch me fiddle with ratchet straps because I'm not handy at all. Got a, <laughs> you, he, he literally had to call Ellie to come out because he thought I wasn't going to be able to figure it out by myself. And I kind yeah. of figured it out but you oh. did yeah and, oh. and i'm not great at explaining things without pictures and so here i am watching in the rearview mirror because i can't get out of the car to help you trying to explain how to use a ratchet strap and i'm like okay he'll get it yeah, no maybe you won't i'm gonna call ellie <laughs> and then and then you got it yeah, yeah we spent a lot of days out on the rice fest grounds from watering trees ratchet yep, straps right. <laughs> getting water in the tank yep rebuilding Oh. Oh, rebuilding wagons because we broke water tanks. Yep. It was quite quite the adventure this summer. So it was cool to watch all of these events that normally we would do live become virtual events. And I, and I would say how to rise through, our cri through a crisis with those 14 leaders that we got to sit down with over two days was kind of the, the thing that broke the ice so that we could start going down this road. We were also able to be a part of the Sheldon National Day of Prayer that was pretty neat as well. Just watching our office get converted to have people come in and, you know, whether we record them or they were praying on the National Day of Prayer or something like that was fun. Uh, a highlight for me, as hard as it was not to have the festival, was the best of Rise Fest week. Mm -hmm. To go back, to look at all of the years and to have people's comments yeah, it was tough. The stage was being built. I was so excited to use it, and then it wasn't going to happen. But we got to talk about the best of Rise Fest over 15 years. That was pretty cool. That, yeah, or really cool. It was really fun to sift through the years and years worth of footage and pictures. And just, I don't know, even the aerial shots of the grounds from 2005 or six. Yeah, 2005 was year one. Yep. Yeah, and just to see, I mean the crowd growth over the past 15 years has just been insane and yeah it's been fun it's yeah. been fun i mean it would have been awesome to have everybody out there using the new stage all of that but instead it was a, a look back at the best of rise fest and to hear people's comments that come to the festival and what the festival means to them was extremely extremely touching oh yeah yeah it yeah. was i don't know it was kind of you get moments of where you're like, this is just how 2020 is, just full of disappointments. And then, I don't know, everybody's comments and, and nice things and their memories just kind of like gave me new fuel and fire for why we do what we do and just what a blessing Rise Fest has been. And I know sometimes we can get caught so caught up in the back end of work that we don't get to talk to everybody and hear their stories. So to hear those coming in, I don't know, just makes me really excited for next year. Yeah. And Hope and pray we get to do it again. Yes, we yep. are holding on to hope and, and praying that we get to host people out there again, use the stage for the first time. Yes. Been on it plenty this summer. 
just imagining what could take yeah, place. Yeah, that's right, just standing out there looking out, yeah. Well, and the other exciting thing was, no, we didn't get to use it for the festival. We were able to host a couple cross-country meets out there. That was very there. fun. So being able to take care of the grounds like the festival was going to happen put me in my happy place. We were also able to reseed the grounds, do some other projects out there. So it was great to still be out. I mean, we were able to put 43 trees into the Rise Fest grounds because of some generous donors. That was awesome. And so now we have trees out on the Rise Fest grounds. So, so yeah, there were were difficult moments for sure, but there were, were also some blessings as well that we got to see, and mm -hmm. we get to get ready for next year. Yep, and that's right. Really looking forward to, to next year. It's been fun to watch how in 2020, our plans obviously changed a lot. We always don't have the biggest leeway of time to get things done. Our schedules change rapidly, and to watch this team and those that aren't on the podcast today as well just come together to put things out there was huge. When our sponsored dinner for the festival got canceled, well, the week of. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. I had to call you on Monday. The Monday governor, night? A Monday yep. night. It was supposed to happen on a Friday, and that Monday the governor put out a proclamation saying we couldn't have more than 15 people in a room again. So we had to move that to a virtual setting, but we were still able to – get our crew together our videographer josh did a great job of coming to us short notice and we yeah. got that film he's been so awesome yeah, yeah we, he has. we got that filmed out of the pavilion and then we were still able to make our artist announcement as part of that video and everything yeah. so it was it was still really great ellie and i got to play some music which was fun that's right <laughs> that's right bring my bongo drum yes <laughs> Well, and if we would have been on top of things today, you guys would be playing right now. Oh, for crying out loud. Yeah, right. No, my wife was, Ellie should sing, and I was going to get a hold of you with the bongo drum, but I yeah. forgot she didn't read her text early enough this morning. Yeah, I was on guitar. my way to work, and I didn't have my guitar, so Charlotte, coming in the future. Charlotte goes, oh, that'd be a great. A note number from Ellie yeah, and Parker. Yeah, we'll come in with a little interlude. Hey, now we're talking. Oh, boy. Now we're talking. That sounds, that sounds good. Yeah, you guys, we were able to film that, put that all together, put it out within about 24 hours, mm -hmm. which is huge. And then our latest project that the team really stepped up for is Christmas with Rise and Friends. Yes. So all of the, you that are listening, that are from the area, if you get Sioux Falls channels, well, it doesn't matter if you're from the area or not. If you get Facebook or YouTube, it'll be on there as well. We put together a Christmas with Rise and Friends, that which was a ton of fun to put together. And again, we only had three weeks or less to, to put that together because the idea came a little bit later. It felt like a, like a, a week. It did. And, <laughs> and to be honest, by the time we got the yeses, I think it was a week. Yeah. If, any, so. if anyone knows Rob, he oh. is the one person that can make something happen at short notice because he knows all the right people and he knows just how to make people say yes and make it work. <laughs> I and don't know. I honestly that. don't think it would have come together if we didn't have Rob and it was so fun and I'm so glad that it did work out and so. I've never seen somebody make calls so fast like make so many one call after the other to the right people who can actually who actually have the ability to make things happen. I, you know more people than I'll ever meet in my lifetime, <laughs> no. probably. But God has blessed us with friends. I mean, not only we talked to you guys about, on our social media stuff about those food distribution projects yeah. we did, and that was one example of us calling on people and having a lot of great friends who were able to make stuff happen. And then again during this Christmas special, we were able to 
call and have artist friends, Cade Thompson, who was like, yeah, I'd love to come sing with you guys. And then we had some friends who were willing to let us come film it in their house. Mm -hmm. And somebody who was willing to do the sound for us in Okaboji. It was just really great to see that. It's amazing to see the team that we can pull together to put something out like that and not only put something out but put something really cool out i mean it's a, i think it's cool it, yes. it's a really beautiful looking christmas special so I'm so we had excited. to find little kids too yeah we, we had to find little fun. kids to bring in to read the christmas sit, story couldn't just sit me in front of charlotte no towards the we night thought before that, christmas. that that was plan b i mean i do still I, I do still go up for the children's sermon at church rob i believe it yeah well and then to have adam weber join us who's a pastor leading up to christmas mm-hmm. i mean he's a head pastor yeah it he when i made the call i'm like there's there's no way this is gonna happen and it just happened to be his week where he wasn't preaching and it and it worked Mm -hmm. so it's got opening doors Mm -hmm. and and you bring up the food distribution i kind of forgot about that that as challenging as that was that was a highlight for Mm -hmm. me this oh or not this summer this fall because it was so stinking cold outside first couple were in november and then we did one just here this last couple weeks well, yeah, because we had the one where the truck driver showed up six hours late and everybody was waiting for us. And mm-hmm. and then two days later, when you guys called and said, hey, Rob, we've got 500 meals sitting on a parking lot. What are we going to do? And, it, you know, our friend Jay was in the office. He said, well, what about our friends in Sioux City? And then a, another group of friends were in the office and said, hey, you need help with a truck? we got a box truck over at our office. I'm like, really? All you need is a truck driver. All right, well, let's get a truck driver and call my brother-in-law up and... Yep. Worthington, and he gets boots on the ground. The uh, radio station up in Worthington, Radio Works, our friends up there say, hey, we'll help promote it. And within, what, six, seven hours, 500 meals were distributed in Sioux City and Worthington, Minnesota. Yep, that's yeah. right. That was that was fun. That was a whirlwind. That, that was w- very fun. Though. That was fun. Now, it's, it's not fun when you show up in a city that's been waiting for you for three hours. No, I mean, yeah, talk about angry people who think right. they're going to get food at 11 o'clock and it doesn't mm. show up till like 6 or something. Yeah, but. That, that was a little different. But yeah. And you guys worked your tails off. That it was, was awesome. Fun. Me seeing I, you I in the truck. I miss doing so. stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, oh. it, was, it was crazy. Park, Parker's working his way to a, uh, what are those? Pallet jack. Oh. Pallet jack, jack operator. Jack license. Yes. yes. Boy, I embarrassed myself and a lot of people. Talk about pressures. You've got 300 people in a parking lot waiting for food, and you're the one with the pallet jack up in Loading the semi trying right. to get it out of there. Oh, but you did well. Thanks. You I did well. It. No, it was great. It was awesome. We had our friends over at Van Wyck Trucking help us out, get the meals here from Lamar's once they showed up there, which that was the big hiccup, was waiting for the truck driver to um, from wherever he was coming from, from the USDA, that truck driver took forever to get to Lamar's. Then we got a load Ben Wykes as they were sitting there waiting for us. And how oh, just awesome mm-hmm. to see the truck come into town and everybody do their job. We unloaded that thing, I think in about 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then we're able to help distribute meals with the, the team here. And people were really kind and grateful. Yes. And so yes. even though they've been waiting for hours and hours, they still were really thankful yeah. at the end of the day. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Honor God Ministries was involved with that. They took care of everything here in Sheldon, which was awesome because, yeah, you kind of forget when you're dealing with something in another community that there's 250 people in cars waiting for hours and hours on end to, to make that happen. So. That was a, a little bit of stress, but it was so fun to be to be a part of it. 
just thank God for the open door opportunities, the partnerships that we've been able to have this year, the new ways he's allowing us to do ministry when we can't be in front of people. I mean, in a normal year, we're in person a whole lot more than we were. I, I was able to get out to a few churches this year, but nothing like normal, mm-hmm. but it was fun. It was fun to, to do some of those churches. It was fun to be with our friend Justin Jenis and mm-hmm. do a little team teaching about a month ago. That was that was great. So it's just been a crazy mm-hmm. 2020. Have there been some really hard times? Yeah, there there have. We, we know there's tragedies that have happened. We know people have lost loved ones. We know there's hearts that are, are aching and ours ache, ache with them. And it's unlike any time anybody's ever experienced for the most part of what this year has looked like and what does it look like to do Christmas different this year. I mean, yeah, in a couple of days we're going to celebrate the reason for the season. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of times you're anticipating that you're leading up to Christmas. You're excited. For the most part. I mean, there's some stress. Oh, <laughs> did you get this gift? Did you get that gift? What time are we supposed to be where? Well, this year it's, oh, don't have to be anywhere, really. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we just got a message today that we've got some family that usually comes and spends time with us. But they're concerned because of some family in-laws and other yep. things they just want to keep their family safe for covid reasons and they've been very careful about that amongst their own small group so instead of coming for all of christmas they're gonna visit us all separately come the 26th and just kind of make it a day trip and wear masks i think but i, I mean yeah i mean that's just where we're at right now it's just a little different so it is and if we can find you unique different ways still to get together with family that's wonderful. It, no, it won't be the same. It won't be the big gatherings like we have seen in the past. However, just to be able to get together, whether it's as you're describing, Parker, you meet with this group at 2 o'clock and at 4 o'clock we're going to go over here or the next day, mm-hmm. whatever that looks like. But in the end, you know, you still remember what it's all about. And that is we were given a Savior on Christmas that was brought into the world that brings hope to us even in these these dark moments for whatever reason oh holy night has never meant more to me than this year and part of that is is because my wife told me (laughs) and granted we've been married for 23 years that that's her favorite christmas song now you would think if i was a good husband i would have known that however I didn't until this year, but I think it's a beautiful song. I think the lyrics are absolutely amazing. I think they fit so much with this year, where we're at, and it just means a ton. So when I hear it, when I hear it sung, oh, it almost uh, brings a tear to your eye. And you, Ellie, you got to sing that on our Christmas special, didn't you? I did. I, I got to sing with the famous Cade Thompson. I got to just be a little harmony in the side, so that was fun. And Yeah, I guess it was one of those Christmas songs that I've always just sang, and until this year, hearing people talk about it and Rob share about it, then, I don't know, I finally listened to the lyrics, and yeah, it is a really beautiful song, and so. I'm yeah, good. it is a great song, and we talked about it in, like, episode 10 of the podcast in our last podcast with nick hall nick talked about 
how Christmas was special for him this year as somebody in ministry, just as he was thinking about the way Jesus was born into chaos. And mm -hmm. that's kind of where we're at right now. He couldn't think of a time when the Christmas story in his life has almost been this relevant. So, I mean, it's been interesting to think about it that way, but hearing Rob give his message during that Christmas special and talking about the thrill of hope is a pretty exciting thing to think about. Oh, absolutely. So I just want to read a few of the songs because I am songs, a few of the lyrics. Yes. I am not a singer. <laughs> Parker, Please it's not. okay. You do, you know, yeah, I screw up, you know, you know <laughs> tongue twist or whatever. But when you think about it, and, and when Kate and Ellie song, and there's part of that song where the voices just get full and they get loud and you really bring it up. And the word divine, I think, is when it's happening through that song. It's, it's absolutely beautiful. But if you, as Parker said, or Ellie, I can't remember which one of you. I was listening to both of you, but <laughs> forgot. I've sung this song so many times. And until this year, there'd be times where it'd come on and I'd be like, oh, I'll go on to the next one or, or whatever. But it just, this year, means so much. And not just because it's my wife's favorite Christmas song, but because of the lyrics. And it says, Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of the dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. Ooh, that's powerful right there. Mm -hmm. Until he came, the soul had no purpose, had no meaning, had no reason. So when he is born into this chaotic world, the soul starts to feel its worth. And then my absolute favorite lyric, a thrill of hope, the weary soul rejoices, for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. I know there's so many other words that go into that song that are absolutely beautiful, but I think it starts off so extremely powerful. And to me, it sums up what this year has looked like. Mm -hmm. The soul is aching. It's wanting to rejoice. There is a thrill of hope. There is a yonder that breaks in a new and glorious morn. And why is that? Because Jesus was born, and we get the opportunity to have hope. And so anytime it's sung from now through Christmas, it will just melt me like crazy because I think it's a, it's a beautiful song. Well, and that just, it's almost what pushes us every day in our ministry, yeah. right? It's what pushes us to do dry as fast. It's what makes us excited to do everything when we come into work in the morning. It's the thrill of hope we have in our ministries yeah. about sharing that message with everybody we come in contact with. So, I mean, it's exciting to think about how people talk about like carrying Christmas with you mm -hmm. all year round. That's what we're doing. We're carrying that thrill of hope with us all throughout the year. So well said. So well said. That's exactly. That's why we, we started the Enjoying the Journey podcast. Mm -hmm. We want people to understand that in the dark days, there's still hope. That's why we started Stories of Strength on our on our uh, Facebook page and you know social media, is all of us walk through some sort of adversity. I mean, that's just the way life is. Because if there wasn't adversity, there wouldn't have needed to be a savior. Because if there wasn't adversity, there's no sin, there's no need for a savior, etc. So we all walk through adversity in different ways. We all deal with sin in, in different ways. And it's because of Jesus that we have hope for eternal life. But we also have hope that in the dark times, it won't stay dark forever. Mm -hmm. He came to bring light. And eventually, and we talked about this a little bit on a podcast, the sun does rise the next morning. 
but it doesn't always mean that you feel great the mm-hmm. next day. So the thrill of hope doesn't mean, oh, I just walked through the hardest thing ever. It was the darkest, most difficult time in my life. And tomorrow, oh, I'm just going to have this unbelievable feeling of joy and happiness. It doesn't always mean that. It means, yes, the sun will rise tomorrow. It shows you that the light will overtake the darkness. But sometimes that takes time. Mm-hmm. It could take a day. could take a week. could take a month. could take a year. could take mm-hmm. a lot longer than that. The point is there is hope. I remember we were talking about the verse like trusting in the Lord and and after the fact saying, oh, trust in the Lord. He's always faithful. He always comes tr- through, which is true. But sometimes in the moment, it's like, God, is this ever going to be over? Are we ever going to get through 2020? And I mean, I feel like we're going to look back in a few years and see so many good things and good fruit that has come out of this year. And and there is a hope and there is a purpose and maybe it's going to take a little while, but God is always faithful and he always is going to come through and just that we continue to look for the good things and find the hope that really only Jesus can give because I feel like this would be such a sad and hopeless world without knowing that he's our savior and that our life is so much bigger than just this blink of an eye that we have as our life on this earth now. Absolutely. Yeah, and I remember, that reminds me of something we talked about, and I think we've mentioned it briefly in an early podcast episode, but we talked about it as an office. We talked about the fact that it's it's easy to, it's easy to follow God and be excited about this thrill of hope when he answers your prayers directly. Right. It's harder to be pumped up about God and believe in the thrill of hope when he answers your prayers and like works with others through your adversity when he uses your adversity as an example for others it's like that's not always hard but i think we've got a lot of people right now that are seeing the adversity part of that and i I don't know it's a tough time for a lot of people and it's hard for them to see the positives but you need to know that maybe your adversity is the thing that helps somebody else is i I don't know it's just been an interesting time so yeah when when he uses your adversity to inspire others when he uses you know your the bible says he'll use the weak to shame the strong you know he'll use the foolish things of the world to shame shame the wise and so when you're walking through adversity it's not always so fun but if it means that you're being a light to somebody else oh, and i hate to say it was kind of a neat place to be because the adversity is not fun it's not but if you're holding on to that thrill of hope, which is Jesus, and is pointing other people to say, I can hold on, or there is, there are better days coming. Mm-hmm. Now, we have to say that it might not be this side of heaven. Right. Better days may be when you take your last breath, and you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, and you walk the streets of gold, and there's no more pain and no more sorrow. And that's the whole point, right? Mm-hmm. It's through a relationship with Jesus. If we don't have a relationship with Jesus, then yes, this is a dire, dark, very depressing world. And when death comes, it's not welcomed. But when you put your hope and trust and faith in Jesus, that's why there's a thrill of hope. Hope should equal Jesus. It's not wishful thinking. It's not thinking, oh, just positivity. That's, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about believing in a Savior that was given all those years ago. And it's, you know, salvations. Welcome to anyone. You just have to put your faith and trust in, in Christ and so to be able to, to do that, to be able to share stories, to be able to tell other people's stories who have 
gotten to that place. Maybe they tried it on their own forever, and then they finally meet Jesus, and they find that thrill of hope. That's so fun to tell those stories, whether it's on the podcast, it's through Stories of Strength, it's at the festival. Love doing that. Because like you said, Parker, we want to get up every day. We want to be excited why we come to work, keep a little Christmas with us. I hadn't thought about that because sometimes I think Christmas is stressful. So I got to buy gifts here and gifts there. And You don't you know. like snow either. Oh, I hate. Sorry if I offended anybody, but I... I am so tickled pink right now. Sometimes, we have a brown Christmas. Sometimes when I throw out the word Christmas in July, Robin gives oh. me the hairy eyeball. Oh, there, yeah. Punch me in the neck. That's right. I mean, if you want, I know, and everybody's like, well, why do you live in Iowa then? If you don't like snow, because I want to stay happily married. There you that's go. why I live in Iowa. My wife likes it here, and I like my <laughs> wife. <laughs> so that, that's that's kind of how, how that works. As we wrap up today, we talked a lot that we've been thankful for in 2020. Is there anything we missed? I mean, I don't know. Ellie, I'll go first. I'd say just the thing I'm thankful for most, and this is going to sound very cliche and like I'm catering to the people around me, but mm-hmm. the thing I'm thankful for most in 2020 is, if you've watched my Stories of Strength video, is getting to be back in Sheldon, Iowa, around my family and getting to work at Rise Ministries. I can confidently say that this year has been probably the most beneficial year of my life in terms of the community impact I've gotten to have and the just self-improvement I've been able to do around my family. It's just been incredible to be around the people I've gotten to be around this year. So I'm just, even though it's been a hard year for so many, and it's hard to say that, but I'm really happy about the way things played out this year and getting to be here around my family and friends has been a pretty incredible experience this year and we've loved having you you've been a a huge blessing to us Uh, honestly you have honestly like you've got you've taken so many things off the ground or even just been helpful in your go-getter attitude to get things done and and literally you're so positive seeing you all the time in the office just I don't know gives me joy and I feel like you've brought new life to rise and yeah yeah, and it's good to see you grow in what you've dealt with, yeah. and that's huge. Yeah, I appreciate that, guys. That is huge. I mean, that is that would be our number one concern is is just to work through your own right. adversity and to grow in your own adversity and to understand that that adversity can be an inspiration to others, mm-hmm. and your story doesn't have to be finished in order for it to be told. Right. Yep. And getting you to I don't know if you fully understand it or if you just appease me and allow me to share it but that's huge is understanding that it doesn't matter if the story is a hundred percent complete it can still be told and it will still inspire other people god will use it and he has used your life very big at rise yeah i mean there's there's no so that that's been a huge blessing for us as well here here in the office yeah oh man this year i know one of our, we just did our reviews a little while ago, and Rob, one of the questions was, what are you, what have you, like, or what was your greatest accomplishment this year? And I sat there for about five minutes, and I'm like, this entire year has just felt like a giant accomplishment. I mean, True. from becoming a mom, and I don't know, just watching, watching my little girl grow and learn new things, and, and man, she loves to dance to her little songs, and it, and hearing her giggle on the swings, and 
and even just watching my husband Colton just become an incredible dad and just the way that he loves her and yeah just like we've talked about this whole podcast all the things we've been able to accomplish and and the growth that we've seen and I don't know one of the podcasts earlier with uh, Jennifer Dukes Lee how she said it all depends on your attitude and, and finding things to be thankful for and just going through this year being thankful and finding things to be thankful for I mean it's been a different year but there's been I'm just thankful for just the growth this year and yeah I mean I don't know if we would have seen a lot of things like personally and I'm sure a lot of people um I don't know just life changes if we wouldn't have the year that we've had and hopefully it moves us forward teaching us to be grateful for the blessings that we do have in our life absolutely when you're in a crisis it makes you kind of change perspective and change attitude figure out where you're going where God's leading I think for me I've had a lot it's watching you guys work your tails off that has been a ton of fun it's having the email I got from Parker saying hey I'm looking for an internship I want to do inside office work I like to read and I I like to study and there were, uh, that's it that's what I was looking for right policies and when I shared it with you Ellie you said said no one ever and we're like right. we got to bring this kid on no. yeah <laughs> nobody ever has said that to bring him on to as difficult as it was and it was painstakingly difficult to postpone the festival and then to cancel the festival that was so hard uh, not just for the reasons of hosting it but because you feel you're letting people down, you want hope to go forward. It's it's an awesome opportunity for people to come together. But as difficult as that was, one of the beautiful things that was happening during all that, that was the stage being built. And so when I take a step back and I realize that my son, who I talked about a little bit earlier, turned 18, he was three years old the very first time we did a festival. So in 2005, he would have been three. He's been with us. All of these years, he's traveled with me. He's been a part of Rise Fest in different ways, well, for the last 15 years. And then he got to be on the crew this year that built the stage. That was pretty special for me, is to watch my young man be a part of something that, that we have dreamed about seeing come to fruition. And that was pretty special. And I'm going to say spending extra time with family this year was a blessing most of the time there, there were a few moments where it's yeah. like uh and just just that maybe re-looking at some things uh, figuring out passion again you know has it all been great no there have been some really difficult days and weeks and months yeah there's been a lot of difficult stuff when I think about it it's just I'm today we're focusing on what what God has done but yeah there's things I want to say goodbye to I miss live events really miss live events i was gonna say that if i want to leave anything behind it's like cancellations i'd love to leave cancellations yes that's why i hate snow because snow also causes cancellations yeah Yeah, i'm not a big i I don't always like cancellations you know i want to leave behind the the fear and the anxiety i want to leave behind that you can't be in big groups because normally i like big groups the idea of, of people being afraid going out to restaurants or churches or live events. I want to leave all of that behind. There's some other incidences that happened uh, in 2020 that I'd love to leave behind and, and forget about. And 
yeah, just things like that. I, I know there's others where, where their family has been affected in different ways as well, and I'm sure they would love to leave that stuff behind. But that's why we have a thrill of hope. Yep, that's right. So we can, we can hopefully put that stuff behind and move forward, believing there's a better tomorrow coming, there's a new day around the corner. We're just, I'm grateful that God allows us to continue to do this work. I'm grateful that we still get to talk about hope, that we get to do it through the podcast, through videos, through virtual events, and hopefully again, real soon, live events. Yep, that's what I was going to say. We're going to keep getting bigger and better at stuff, better podcasts. We're going to keep getting better at that. We're excited for a Rise Fest. We're building buildings out there. It's just going to keep getting better. Yeah, I'm just excited about it. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited, excited about all of it. So much to be excited about. There is a whole lot to be excited about. And today we just wanted to come together as a team, as a group, to do a podcast. Normally we have guests. This week the guests were Ellie and Parker. So Sorry. No, 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 no. Hey, Everybody's going to want to spend more time with Ellie. Hey. No kidding. I want to spend more time with Ellie right now. Oh, the two guys finally made it onto my own podcast i'm pretty excited there you go there you go that's that's awesome but yes we just want to wish everybody a merry christmas a happy new year thank you for listening thank you for being a part of of our journey as well because we really do hope that you find a little more joy in your journey perfect way to end it all right blessings everybody see you guys Thanks for tuning in to the Enjoying the Journey podcast, brought to you by Rise Ministries. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, and to follow Rise Ministries on any of our social media channels. Thanks for listening.